What's going on, family? This is Pastor Sergio, the lead pastor of Hope Center, the most incredible church on the planet. And I'm so glad that you are tuned in to the Hope Center podcast. This is your place for inspiration, hope, and empowerment. And I'm especially excited that you're tuned in for a brand new series, a brand new message entitled, I Declare War 2020. You know, there are many believers that are bound, that are oppressed, and even being influenced by the enemy. Many are being attacked in the areas of the lust of the eyes, the lust of the flesh, the pride of life, in their marriage, in their finances, in their relationships, and even just as individuals. But I believe that God has given us divine strategy through the scripture, through the word of God, and through prayer to ultimately walk and live in the freedom of God that Jesus Christ himself has already paid for on behalf of you and I. So I hope that you're blessed by today's message. Let us know that you're blessed. DM us, email us, tag us on social media, and let somebody know about all that is taking place here on the Hope Center Podcast. Go to your Bibles to the book of Matthew chapter 15. We're going to be reading verse 21 through 28. Right there on the chat, I want you to keep the chat on fire. Don't leave me by myself. Preach this thing along with me. I just need about 25 of you on YouTube. I need about 10 of you on Facebook to keep the, the live chat, the live chat on fire and, and engage in this message along with me. Hallelujah. Matthew chapter 15, verse 21 through 28. Matthew 15 verse 21 when you've got it say i got it pastor amen 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 it says leaving that place jesus withdrew to the region of tyre and sidon a canaanite woman from that vicinity came to him crying out lord son of david have mercy on me my daughter is demon possessed and suffering terribly verse 23 says jesus did not answer a word so his disciples came to him and urged him send her away for she keeps crying out after us he answered i was sent only to the lost sheep of israel but the woman came and knelt before him and said lord help me she said he replied it is not right to take the children's bread and toss it to the dogs and he says and goes on and says, yes, it is, Lord, she said. Even the dogs eat the crumbs that fall from the master's table. Then Jesus said to her, woman, you have great faith and your request is granted. And her daughter was healed at that moment. Ignorance is the most effective weapon that Satan possesses. So persuading the people of God that he doesn't exist is his best trick. So you can be a believer completely ignoring that 1 Peter chapter 5 verse 8 says, Be sober-minded, be watchful, that your adversary, the devil, prowls around like a roaring lion seeking someone to devour. So you can live your entire life overlooking that ephesians chapter 6 verse 11 says put on the whole armor of god that you may be able to stand against the schemes of the devil 
You can live your entire walk with God. Ignoring James chapter 4 verse 7 that says, Submit yourselves therefore to God, resist the devil, and he will flee from you. There is a current trend and a current theological position that many have that believers cannot be afflicted, tormented, or oppressed by the enemy. So I came to expose some things even within the church that we've got to address. Because even believers, we have a spiritual faith. An ancient faith that is rooted in a God that is spirit. And here we are trying to explain everything logically. When, when even the very concept of coming to the Lord Jesus is a thing that is done by the spirit and is done by faith, which is intangible, which is, which is something that is done not, not done in the natural, but it is a spiritual thing. So here we are. We come to Jesus by faith through his spirit. We learn in the eyes of our understanding is enlightened through the spirit. Our walk is carried out and sustained by the spirit. But yet we try to live with trying to explain everything logically and in the natural. Now, I'm not one of those pastors or leaders or ministers that believe that you shouldn't go to the doctor, you shouldn't go to counseling, you shouldn't do that. No, I li listen, believe me, some of y'all, you need deliverance and you need some counseling. You need deliverance and you need, and you need a visit, a doctor once a year. You need to your vitamins, etc. Listen, I'm not one of those, all right? But here it is. Here it is. We can live our entire lives as believers simply believing that the battles that we face, the sickness we're under, the attack in our marriage, it's just a natural thing. It's just life. So I came to expose some things because there is a current theological position that is holding that place that a believer can't be oppressed. But yet the scripture is saying, be aware, be sober, be vigilant, be mindful, put on the armor of God. Now, listen, if I didn't have to fight, why would I put on armor? <laughs> Here it is. So the believer comes to the Lord Jesus and you experience the greatest deliverance, which is coming from death to life. From eternal condemnation to eternal life. That is the greatest deliverance that can occur in everybody's life. But here it is. Once your spirit is rejuvenated and you experience salvation, your soul still needs deliverance. The, the realm of the soul, which is your mind, will, intellect, and emotion, still needs to be sanctified, still needs to be processed and, and, and refined by the Holy Spirit. And here it is. Our soul still needs to get set free. How do I know that? You can come to the Lord Jesus and you're still battling with lustful thoughts. That's why you, can, you, you have to understand that as a believer, you still have to put on the full armor of God. When you're a believer, you not only come to becoming a new creation, but now you, you enter the battlefield. You are now a soldier in Christ. That's why 2 Timothy chapter 2, verse 3 says, like a good soldier, join with me in the suffering. If I didn't have to put on armor, if there wasn't no battle and no fight, I wouldn't have to participate and engage in, in the battlefield like a good soldier, as the scripture says. So here it is. We, I'm laying a foundation. So there are many believers that ignore the schemes of the enemy. See, the enemy cannot make you do anything. The devil cannot make you do anything. He can influence you through your mind, will, and emotions. Thoughts, ideas, suggestions. And so many of us give into those thoughts, ideas, and suggestions, and we open doors for the enemy to begin to oppress us, even demonically. And then we begin to experience in our emotions resentment, 
Can I, can I talk about this? Okay, I don't, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Are you, YouTube and Facebook, are you still here? Let me know if you're still here. We begin to experience resentment and hatred, anger and fear. And we just, that's just natural. Feeling unwanted or unloved, we open doors to self-pity, jealousy, depression, worry, inferiority, and insecurity. We begin to battle in our minds, not realizing, yes, there are natural things, but once we open the door to the enemy to influence our thoughts, ideas, and suggestions, we begin to open our minds to disturbances in our thought life, to mental torment, procrastination, indecision, compromise, confusion, doubt, rationalization, and even loss of memory. We begin to open doors to outbursts, uncontrolled use of the tongue, lying, cursing, blasphemy, criticism, mockery, and gossip. And you're thinking, nah, that's just who I am. Someone say, you need deliverance. Uh, as a believer, you praising and worshiping, but yet you have unclean thoughts and acts regarding sex and fantasy experiences and addictions to lust and perversions and fornication and adult. Listen, I'm going in. I, 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 I'm not holding back. I've entitled this one No Negotiations, all right? I'm just letting someone know because some of y'all like, oh, Lord, you're looking around. No, 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 no. See, if the Lord is revealing something to you, it's because he wants to redeem something in your life. He will never expose you without bringing a solution and bringing restoration and healing. So if the Lord is speaking to you in this hour, this is your hour of deliverance. This is your time because for far too long, you just said to yourself, well, I just have to live with this addiction. Well, I just have to live with this mental battle and this torment, can't sleep at night. Well, it's just natural. You popping pills, but it's not helping you. But I, I came in the name of Jesus as a prophetic voice on behalf of the Lord to cancel every contract every demonic hold i came to cancel every power that has come against your mind and your life in the name of jesus i didn't come to play games i said i didn't come to play games there's no negotiations there's no negotiations we experience addictions to alcohol, to drugs, to medicines, to nicotine, to painkillers, to caffeine, and even food. We open these doors to these addictions. And we say, that, no, 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 that's just natural. You hear, you, you can't let go of a substance without getting the shakes, without getting migraines. And you say, no, 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 it's just natural. <laughs> Someone say demons. We experience physical infirmities. Now, are these, can these things occur in the natural and it's just a natural? Absolutely. But what I'm trying to tell you is you have to be able to discern. What is the ability to discern? It's, it, the ability to discern is distinguishing. This is, this is just natural or this is a spiritual thing. You've got to, as a believer, be aware to be able to discern. We go through even moments of religious error, false religions and cults and witchcraft and spiritism and false doctrines. We open these doors. So it's time for the people of God to be set free. In Matthew chapter 15, we have a portion in scripture. And Jesus is dealing with this Canaanite woman. She came to him because her daughter was suffering, was demon possessed. Here it is. The scripture says in verse 24. 
I was only sent to the sheep of Israel. The woman came and knelt and said, Lord, help me. And he replied, it is not right to take the children's bread and toss it to the dogs. <laughs> she said, even the dogs eat the crumbs that fall from their master's table. Jesus referred, and I need you to catch this. Jesus referred to deliverance as the children's bread. Someone say bread. You need to catch this because this means that the bread is for who? Who are the children? We are. The disciples, the believers. Deliverance is our bread. Jesus himself paid the price, the ultimate price on Calvary so that you wouldn't live enchained and in bondage and yoked to these different things. He paid the price on the cross of Calvary. And when he was on the cross and he declared, it is finished, he was saying, listen, your deliverance is already established. He said, this is the children's bread. Deliverance is the children's bread. And yet Jesus, when he prayed, what is famously known as the Lord's Prayer in Matthew chapter 6, he says, give us this day our daily That means that we constantly need to be set free. This is what sustains us. This is what the Lord Jesus has provided. It is the children's bread. And here it is. So he establishes, listen, I didn't come for this. <laughs> I didn't come to, to do any deliverance. I'm just trying to enjoy my time. But Jesus saw this woman who was determined. When you are in a time where you are realizing that you need to be set free and you need deliverance, you have to be determined. You have to be determined. She came to Jesus. Now listen, she knew Jesus because she cried out, son of David. That means that she didn't refer to him as just prophet jesus of nazareth she said son of david which means that she knew who he truly was not according to opinions but according to what the word of god said it seems that she had read the old testament and that realized that there was a messiah to come and that he would come from the lineage of david so when he was on the scene, this woman said, "Now nah, I'm coming to the source because this is the one that was prophesied hundreds of years ago. And she referred to him as son of David. In other words, she realized that he was the one that was on the throne according to the word of God, not by opinion. See, there are some people that go to God based on others' opinions of him. <laughs> so others would tell you, listen, God doesn't do that anymore. That, that, that's for... Uh, that was just for the primitive church. You, and you go based on, on how you were raised or what they told you God could do and what God couldn't do. And so we live our walk with the Lord based on the opinions of people. But she said, no, no, I know who this is. This is the son of David. This sounds similar to what blind Bartimaeus said when he needed a healing and recovery for his sight. He yelled out, Jesus, son of David, have mercy on me. She learned something. She was determined. 
And when you need to be set free, you've got to be determined. You ever wanted to see somebody set free more than them? Can we talk about this thing? I'm talking about you know that God is able to set people free and you want it more than them. There, see, see, there's a saying even, even in, in secular mindset and in the world where they say where there's a will, there's a way. So even non-believers know that if you have a will and a disposition, somehow you'll make it happen. But yet when we come to the Lord, we'll say if God wills it. It, it if it's the will of God, suffering, and you're saying, if it's the, baby, I want to let somebody know in case nobody else has told you. Maybe, the, you, you. maybe you were raised in a church where they say, no, no, God doesn't do that nowadays. I want you to know the Jesus of scripture. I want you to know the real deliverer, the real healer, the real restorer. Not what they told you, but who he truly is. When you're determined, that's a mentality that says nothing will get in the way of what I need. He said, listen, I can't give the children's bread to dogs. <laughs> now, listen, if that was a conversation taking place now, in this century, in this time, it will go viral. Gossip blogs, they will try to cancel Jesus. Because you would miss, you would miss what he was trying to teach. See, this woman was determined to be free for her family, her daughter to be free. Here it is. But she realized a secret that many people miss. Are you ready for it? She placed her faith over offense. Pastor, what do you mean? Truth is offensive. When the Lord starts exposing your business, you're going to be offended. Like, dang, Jesus, why are you all up in my business? Like, I'm hurt. When he starts exposing those areas about your mindset, your emotions, the way you speak, the way you conduct yourself, the way you do life, the way you do marriage, the way you do parenting. When, you start, when he starts exposing, you will get offended. He said, he was, see, 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 what people miss is, You'll read that from one perspective and say, that's so rude and mean. And he was trying to teach her something. Because the truth was, his purpose was to the children of Israel. This woman was a Canaanite, was viewed as a pagan. So he said, I came with a specific purpose. But she came determined. Because she knew who he was. He revealed the truth. And the truth seemed offensive, but she didn't let the feelings of offense get in the way of deliverance. When you realize and you get to that place of determination and you say, listen, I've been in this place far too long. And the truth of the word of God begins to hit you so hard. In that moment, you say, you know what? I'm seeing the truth, but I'm still placing my trust in you, God. And I need this for my life. I need to be healed. I need to be restored. I'm placing my faith over offense. Because as long as you are living in offense, you are fencing yourself in. On the other side is your deliverance. But when you are living in offense, then you will stay encamped and in offense. 
but I'm declaring in the name of Jesus that somebody is getting out of their feelings. Somebody is coming out of that place of offense and you're saying, listen, I know I'm messed up. I know I jacked up. I know I failed time after time, but today I'm placing my faith over my offense and I'm going to the Lord Jesus. I'm going to the one that can set me free. I'm placing my faith and my confidence in him. I'm going after him and I'm not letting anything or anyone hold me back you've got to get to that place where you don't allow anyone or anything hold you back from your freedom see you want to get set free but then you're entangled you're surrounded by people that want to keep you in the fence you're hearing the voices of people that are demonically influenced telling you now stay here Look at everything you're going through. How are you, how are you continuing to serve there? How are you continuing to serve the Lord? So you, we need to stay in this place. But there are some people that God is calling out of that fence. He's calling you out to go to the Lord Jesus. He says, Jesus says, your request has been granted. Because her faith was so determined. Her faith was, her faith was such that nothing could move her. She said, I know why I came to this place. But we play church too much. <laughs> if the worship is not right, if they're not playing my song, well, if the word was all right, they, can I? There are, there are some people that come into environments where the glory is and completely miss. That, mess, that message is for my neighbor. <laughs> that message ain't for me. Completely missing. If they would have sang the song like this, if they would have done, if they would have done the, the production like, and you caught up with everything else. But there are some people that even if someone is singing off pitch, they're like, listen, I'm going to get my praise in. There are some people that's, that, 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 that don't care how, how the word is preached. They say, listen, that's for my neighbor and that's for me. I came to receive everything that God has for me. I've gotten to the place where, listen, I don't, I don't care what's happening around. I need to get mine. Is there anybody that has that kind of faith that will say, listen, I'm not paying attention to what that person's doing. I'm not looking at what they're doing. I'm focused on the Lord. I'm determined, baby, that what God has for me is for me and and I receive it. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Some people don't need a hype man. Some people don't need you to, to, to nudge them. and Some people don't need the high five. No, 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 no. If you high five me, nudge me or not, I'm going to get mine, baby. Uh, if, the, if the word is good or not, I'm going to get mine, baby. Because I, is there anybody that just needs the Lord Jesus? Is there anybody on the chat that say, I'm just tired of being sick and tired. I need mine. If I get it virtually or if I get it in person, I'm going to get mine. That kind of faith Jesus says your request has been granted 
she acknowledged the source. See, this woman was a Canaanite, a Seraphonician woman, meaning that she came from a very pagan tradition. But she came to the Lord Jesus despite what others would say about her. Because Canaanites were viewed as less than. Canaanites were viewed as people that had to be separate because of their idols and their pagan tradition. And in fact, the disciples said, send this woman away. But her, deter her determination was such that she acknowledged what I couldn't get in the idols in Canaan. What I couldn't receive in this place, in that place. I know where my source is. And she came to the Lord Jesus. She came to Jesus because she realized, listen, I've tried this. I've tried that. And it hasn't worked out for me. I don't know if you've ever been to that place. I tried the drinking and it just didn't do it for me. I tried the pills and it just didn't do it for me. I, I, I went here and I thought the sex was going to do it for me and satisfy the void in my heart. I thought, I thought practicing this and doing this and doing that, I, I thought this was going to satisfy me and bring the healing that I needed. But this woman got to a place where she said, no one can, can give me what I need. I need to go to the source where I get my, my healing and my deliverance from. She came to the source. And the scripture says her daughter was healed at that moment. When you go to the source, when you realize this is not going to do it, that's not going to do it, that's not going to set me free, and you say nothing else will be able to set me free like the Lord Jesus, when you get to that place, he begins to do a work in your life. He begins to break chains. He, be he begins to set your mind free. He begins to change your perspective and your outlook. And whereas you didn't have a desire and appetite to seek the Lord before, he will, he will now, because you've been set free, he will give you the power and the ability. He gives the power to will and to do. So as you begin to have that kind of determined faith, the scripture says, the daughter was healed. Now, she came for deliverance. The daughter was demon possessed. But yet Jesus said, in the scripture it says that she was healed. Because your deliverance in this season will bring the healing that you've been seeking. I prophesy in the name of Jesus that the healing also will come as a consequence of you getting set free. I didn't come to preach a long word because I feel like praying. We need to pray. We need to pray because even as I'm speaking, I'm seeing, I'm seeing a couple in the realm of the spirit. You're watching me. And in the realm of the spirit, I see a cloud above your marriage. And... 
arguments have intensified over the last months. You've been kind of on and off. You have good days, you have bad days. But over the last, particularly the last two months, you have been almost not even at odds with each other, at war with each other. But the Lord has brought you to connect with us today. Because the Lord Jesus will change the narrative of your marriage. I see the cloud in the realm of the spirit. And that cloud is to oppress, is to hold your marriage down. But today, in the name of Jesus, we are declaring that the Father will begin to do a work as you determine right there where you are. As you determine in the name of Jesus. See, here it is. When Jesus said it is finished, when Jesus paid the price for our healing, our salvation, our deliverance on the cross, it was established. So what we need to do as believers is to occupy the victory that he's already granted and given to us. So as you will and determine, what you're doing is simply occupying. You don't have to fight for it. You don't have to pay for your deliverance. It, it is, it's already done. You just simply have to determine to walk in the victory that the Lord Jesus has already established. 